Nation. Providing you with the practical tools and expert knowledge to optimize your strength, health and mindset, inside and out. With your hosts, Steve Katarzy and Bryn Jenkins. Guys, is it only me or are all our Facebook feeds full of these food replacement shake advertisements? Like literally, I cannot get away from this stuff. And for good reason, these companies are exploding right now. They are peaking the interest of the time poor individuals that want more nutritionally complete diets. So we have a, a spirited debate on our Facebook community and that kind of geared us to get this conversation aired on the podcast. It's a 30 to 40 minute conversation and Bryn and I take rather opposing views, or at least our starting positions are very wildly different. So there's a bit of back and forth. Um, <laughs> there's a bit of butting of heads, but we do eventually find some mutual ground and we're very respectful of each other's argument. And look, that really is how you should look at all food. No food is universally bad, nor universally good. There's some pros and cons to everything. And conversations like this are productive because we want you to think for yourself as to the benefits to your life, whether it be convenience, nutrition, or well-being. In the food choices that you make, it's your decision what you put in your mouth. And hopefully conversations like this just give you more information so you can make the best possible decision for you and your family. I hope you enjoy this episode, guys. Adaptation. Bryn, so I would like to use uh, this quick chat, and it is mm. going to be a quicker one, to talk about something that I've seen quite a bit on the Adaptation Facebook community. Yeah. And generally, I'm getting bombarded by um, sponsor sponsored posts within Facebook and Instagram, which is food replacement stuff. Yeah. So questions kind of come in saying, you know, are they efficacious? Are they worth it? You know, can you run, mm -hmm. you know, a sustainable training and nutrition plan where you're leveraging food replacement shakes yeah. as maybe your predominant thing in your diet? So I thought we'd just quickly unpack that. Like, yeah. you know, I'd love to know your thoughts mm -hmm. on food replacement products. Yeah. And by that, I mean, you can put anything in there, like from the Slimming Welds, to the uh, slim fasts, yeah. then to the other kind of end of the spectrum, whether it be mass gainers or Huel, which mm -hmm. is incredibly popular right now and yeah. doing a hell of a lot of marketing. What do you think about this space generally, Bryn? Uh, I mean, I think it's a space that's improving. Um, the reason I say that, I think because originally they were all about just reducing your usually for weight loss and reducing your calories um by doing that and you end up deficiently um or you're deficient in what you need day to day to perform and just live your life right um, but i think now companies are getting a little bit smarter and going well there's been a lot of um uh, a lot of controversial conversations and arguments and posts on on some of these businesses that are not running ethically and they're just giving people crap basically um and it's not good for them however i think companies now are starting to go well if we could take this model because it's an, it's an efficient way to consume what you need 
but also give them what they need. In i.e., what I mean is obviously your macronutrients, your protein, your fat, your carbohydrates, and actually add in some um, vitamins and minerals and you know all your micronutrients. So I think it's it's moving more in that direction, which is mm, positive. I, I wouldn't say yeah, it's definitely more positive than negative. Um, so here's here's my here's my counter, and I think we I think I'd like to think we have a similar view. Yeah. Um, and I'm not trying to be dogmatic about this, and mm-hmm. I'm trying to be balanced in what I'm going to say. But I'll I'll give you my gut feeling. Yeah. Right. My gut feeling is they're not a force for good. Mm. Let me tell you why. And again, it's somewhat blindsided because I'm not being completely respectful of where they're good, but where they're yeah. bad for me in my mind is the marketing. So if you take a look at Huel, for example, I've yeah. got nothing. I know nothing about the business, the the leaders, uh, lives that they've changed, the you know the positive impact they've had. I just look at their marketing, mm-hmm. and their marketing is implicit, not necessarily explicit, but implicit about it being a food replacement and potentially the only food that you eat. Mm. There's another firm. In, in in the states that does something similar and they they basically that their pitch is to busy coders like fuck food you don't need food i can give you everything you need macros and micros and mm-hmm. calories in this shake take it four times a day three times a day you don't need to eat anything else just go crack on yep. no prep time no thinking about what you're going to eat no eating itself and i just just have this stuff and go yeah so I hate that concept because whenever, whenever I think about that concept, I, I kind of like project that. You know when you see these spacey movies? And yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You talk, um, uh, which is the one, the cartoon, um, Wally. Uh, Wally, Wall dash E. It's about this little robot. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I know, yeah. And, is that and that Wally. That's it. That's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then you kind of project forward when, like, the world is now like a dusty garbage, yeah, uh, just garbage place because they've 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 depleted all the resources and everyone's living out in space. Yeah, yeah. And they're eating basically shakes. Yeah. Like, and or you know, back in the day, you'd say, wouldn't it be amazing if you could have a ro- roast dinner in a can? Like all the flavors and yeah. the experiences, you just knock this or back and you get all the amazingness of, yeah. of all this real food. And I'd be like, yeah, that'd be kind of cool. But I don't think like that anymore, no. right? You know, I've got such a strong relationship with food now. Yeah. You know, the source of the food, the preparation of the food, the textures, the flavors, the experience, the social aspect, you know, um, the mouthfeel, the micronutrients that come from nature, mm-hmm. un, you know, undisturbed. Yeah. You know, yeah, not... Yeah. not you know, messed real, with in real any way, food, right. real food. And I can't help but to think this marketing of meal replacement or potentially food replacement, mm-hmm. I can't see that being a force for good if they continue to market that way. Yeah. Now, so that's number one. I think the marketing needs to f- fix up and it needs to be supplement based marketing, yeah. not replacement based marketing. Yeah. And I think if they could do that, then I think the product has some merit in its own right. The second thing about that is if you ca- if you then drive that message strong and hard enough, I think it will create a continued decline in kitchen IQ. What do I mean by yeah. that? P- 
people's ability to cook shit. Mm-hmm. Like we're already lo- losing our way, right? Generation from generation to generation, there is less competency to cook from scratch, mm. and it's it's becoming quite a problem. Yeah, it means that there's over reliance on processed and packaged foods that you either put in a microwave and you have a meal in minutes, or you just have takeaways or you have just bad shit because. Yeah. You're relying on other people doing all the hard work for you, so you just have to warm the stuff Cooking's up. Cooking's still a skill, isn't it? To, and to a degree, and so. I think that skill is yeah. ever declining, yeah. and this potentially has an impact to further accelerate that decline. So mm. that's number two, kitchen IQ. And then for me, the third thing is the uh, potential to exacerbate already negative relationships people may have with food yep. because they're trying to lose weight or they don't love their body or uh, you know they want a quick fix or they they think food is bad mm-hmm. that you know just generally you know there's bad food out there yeah and if i can have this then i don't have to eat food i don't have to think about food yeah you know i can have less of it and food is our life more, more importantly food is our body yeah right we are made of what we eat right you can't put it in any more simple terms right every single cell in our body is is the result of the fuel, i.e. the food that we've eaten, and mm. good or bad yeah. choices determine the quality of health, energy, enthusiasm, you know, your ability to produce is a function of the quality of what goes in. Yeah. And I don't I'm not sure that driving a message of get everything you need through a shake, a drink, which you don't have to chew, you don't have to experience food in its in its beautiful nature. <laughs> I can't think that this is only going to fuel orthorexia and you know bulimia mm-hmm. or other other aspects of bad relationship with food. Yeah. That they're the reasons why I struggle yeah with food replacement offerings and how they're marketed and and a potential negative impact they have. But I know there's some good as well, man. But yeah. how do you feel about those three things? The well, marketing, the uh the kitchen IQ decline and the relationship issues with food yeah i mean i I definitely agree with the first two because marketing um they could definitely market in a way that they're saying it's not a replacement like you said it's supplementation there there is a use for it but this is how you use it um it's not just to replace your meals and just because of efficiency sake or whatever so i think that yeah marketing could be done in a a different manner and and Um, it's, it's not just marketing man it's the product like i'll give you an example if you and again, I'm not trying to not cure because there's a bunch of companies that do the same thing. But yeah. if you look at the back of their packaging, mm-hmm. they have a nutritional fact sheet, you know, just yeah. like the normal stuff, nutritional table. And they, you know, like normal people say, like you know, the the breakdown per hundred grams yeah. or per serving. They have that, but they also have the breakdown per two thousand calories. Mm. Why do they do that? Why do they give you a 2,000 calorie micro and macro breakdown? Mm. They're doing it because they're saying if you have four of these shakes, that equals 2,000 calories. Let's tell you what's in 2,000 calories. Yeah. Oh, by the way, for the average female, 2,000 calories is what you need per day. Yeah. Which then alludes that you could run exclusively on, on our stuff. On that. Yeah. And I, that is an implicit <clears throat> marketing that people may say, Steve, you're just reading too much into it. No, I'm fucking not. That's their that they they're they're trying to move away from being deliberate and explicit with saying don't eat anything else just eat our stuff it's got everything you need. But what kind of business model would you have if people would subscribe to your 
your shakes for life like literally you've replaced that for food now i don't know how sustainable well, it's not sustainable long term but if people were to go oh everything i need is in that shake if i now only have them then for them that's a very good business model because people are just gonna oh yeah for sure because they, they need and it i don't survive, think these right? are scrupulous bad people i don't know the leaders no. and i've seen that some of the some of the the ways in which they put their their product together has been you know founded under an appreciation from from for, for science and there's been nutritionalists that put this together yeah. so this isn't just like a business guy going let's make a product quickly and put it out to market and i'll market the hell out of it yeah there does seem to be some scientific appreciation for what they've done yeah and as i look for it at least on paper it does seem to be a pretty well balanced uh concoction of stuff that your body needs yeah so then some people might say then well what's the harm of not having you know mm. real real life food if yeah. i get the same outcome and i'm just not sure if you do if you will and i don't like the idea of eliminating food from your diet no i i, I mean i would always always say make sure your diet's lay that foundation of a good normal healthy balanced diet before you know even other even things protein like, shakes yeah even really? before taking yeah. protein shakes fasting doing these shakes like just get a good foundation first and then you can use these other things to as fill tools the holes to fill the holes yes. right yeah. um and i think that's how they should market ideally um that's how they should same, market exactly the same product Bryn. yeah just the marketing is change the way you use it you're not going to buy as much it. of our stuff yeah oh <laughs> and well, it is and 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 it isn't, though, isn't a silver it? bullet yeah oh that doesn't sound sexy either mm. but use it when you're on the road, yeah. when you're short on time, whatever. But unfortunately, that doesn't sound as sexy. That's not going to sell as many bottles. No, no. but that that is sustainable for both the people and that means that's sustainable for the business, right? Mm. Because if you get people using it in the right way, they're going to use it long term because it's actually useful rather than selling it on lies and making people believe that, they're not selling lies. Can, they're they're no, selling but, an idea that you don't need anything else, which I just, I, ethically, I can't get on that same page, even if it's true. Yeah. Even if they said you could have our stuff for the next five years, have no real food, just this. Mm -hmm. And by the way, I mean, if you look at what it's got, it's got oats in it and it's got some pea protein and it's got... No, it's got real. It's got real raw ingredients, yeah, and then fortified with chemical substances to create the 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 micro yeah. kind of uh, profile that they're looking for. Mm -hmm. So it is kind of real food, but it isn't. It's been manipulated and it's yeah. been ground down, and it's uh, it's not chewable and it's just a shake. Mm. There's no digestional process that's yeah. really occur occurring. But even if they could say unequivocally, you can operate as effectively if you had a two thousand calorie balanced whole food diet i still wouldn't that's not lying mm. that's just i just no, think it's... ethically and from a what you're trying to suggest is the way to operate as a human being i think it's wrong yeah i think i think if they can if they can put it in a way that is sustainable long term where you can use it as a tool like you said if you're on the go then i actually think it's quite a good good product right so if i'm on the road and i'm like i know i need to hit um my calories and or my macros and also want to get some micronutrients in there 
But I and all my options are shit. All my options are shit, and I've got this in my boot, and I've forgotten my lunch or my food, or I just haven't got any because I didn't have time. Then actually, I think this is quite a good product. Um, and that's have you, how, have you, have you, do you use Huel? No, I, I don't or use anything like that. No, I, I the only supplements I would take anything like this is protein um, protein shakes, but that's it. So but then that's but, quite limited in it, it provides you the exactly. protein and amino some amino obviously some amino acids. But that's about it, that, really, right? Yeah, other than that, there's not much else in it. Um, whereas this actually has probably everything, like you said, you need, right? Um, so that's what I think this could be used well. I, I totally agree, man. And do you know what? There was some back, there was some back and forth heated debate on mm-hmm. the Adam Nation Facebook community where, you know, I took a this kind of position. Someone else come and said, "You're clearly not committed to your health if you have this shit." Like. Fucking learn, learn, learn the right stuff. You, num- not perfect, you, you numpty. Like... And I'm. He didn't say that, but it was, it was, a, it was a bit, ag- it was a bit too aggressive. Mm-hmm. And there was a couple other people saying, "Look, I like it. This helps." And but neither of them were saying, "I exclusively eat this." But hey, I'm on the road all the time, mm-hmm. or sometimes I'm short on time, or you know, I'm a personal trainer, and you know, I'm, I'm jumping in between classes, and like, yeah. I've got nothing else to eat. This gives me everything I need for that time and then you know i'm gonna have a meal later on yeah that i do you know what i think that's perfect i yeah. think in that regard this is a fantastic product yeah like probably better than a protein shake because you get more yeah and you're making a smarter choice but it's again I it's think... the marketing and then the use cases people are using it for as a result of how it's been marketed yeah exactly that i yeah. just don't don't feel good with yeah it, it, it all, all boils down to having that foundation of understanding what good balanced diet looks like with real food once you understand that then this this is a great tool this is brilliant and like you said if you're on the road all the time and people like the taste of it and etc then it's not it's not the end of the world if you have this every now and then just to fill the gaps um the problem is is a lot of people think that this isn't perfect but then again life isn't perfect and sometimes Agreed. we forget our lunch sometimes Agreed. we are on the road sometimes sometimes we just can be a bit lazy and we don't prepare our foods and this you know is what? definitely having better than having a snickers bar exactly like i mean and yeah. if that's your only option because you're on the road and you yeah. pull into a you know a petrol station yeah. and you've got a snickers bar and a a crappy you know sandwich that's been sitting there for 3 days yeah, yeah. and with with preservatives to keep it somewhat fresh this might be a better option. And I, I completely agree with that. Yeah, because I, I mean, when when would I go and get a Snickers? Usually when I haven't got any food on me and I'm driving past somewhere, blood sugar levels down and I'm... I'm you need something. I need something. Yeah, yeah. And I walk in and I think, I'll have that. Whereas if I have a shake of me, I might just say, you know what, that's going to probably give me a little bit more added value than yeah. an empty sandwich would. So that's me sitting so on the shelf. I think, I think we're both on the on the same page yeah. that if they could, if they could be... If they could sacrifice some short-term gain in yeah. terms of overall bottle sold mm-hmm. for a more wholesome and realistic and clear message yeah. on the purpose of their product mm-hmm. and they talk they walk away from it being you know uh, a week you know a week-long month-long year-long food replacement strategy yeah i think that I think they could solve a lot of the problems I have with a company like that. Yeah. So that's the marketing stuff. What about the kitchen IQ decline and, um, and this this feed in that decline? Do you do you agree with that or do you think that's? that's I think people I'm on, that on sort of red herring there. I don't know. I mean, I I, I think you're right um, with the kitchen IQ because it's easier to 
to obviously have this and get in the kitchen and cook and prepare a proper meal. Um, but then again, are people really going to have, I mean, people aren't going to live on this. I mean, they might market to you that you can live on it, on just these shakes. But realist, realistically, people aren't. People are still going to be cooking. I think if they're the type of person that's going to go buy something from the shops and bung it in the oven or the microwave every day, I think they've got further, they've got, they've got to take a step back and work on understanding nutrition from that standpoint as opposed to worrying about the shakes so i don't think it's the shakes that's causing this yeah i think no, that's it's fair. convenience it's a, generally is yeah, causing this yeah exactly i yeah. think they're just the type of people that are busy and don't understand nutrition they're the ones that are going to have kitchen iq not because they've decided to take shakes rather than food if that makes sense mm. um, but i think okay i think the bigger elephant in the room is just convenience generally yeah exactly, and i think yeah. for you Bryn, i mean like you, you must succumb to convenience Oh, massively. I mean, because because I know that you're, you know, managing managing your work commitments, mm -hmm. uh, which can, you know, start really early in the morning, end really late into the evening sometimes, be different from one day to the next. Yeah. Uh, can can force you to eat at times when you don't want to eat. Yeah. And force you to not have a lot of time to think clearly and spend time prepping and making good food. So yeah. when you're on the hop, how do you manage your diet? Are yeah, you I mean, are you are you leaning in on the the you know the pre pre packaged foods that just go into the microwave are you reliant on the supplements and the things to no, help I mean, you get there quickly my i mean my diet is not perfect by any means but i i use what i've got and and, and i mean i i i eat real food apart from protein shakes and and supplements like omega-3s and stuff like that but i i eat a real diet right i eat real food but it's not perfect because when like today I'm coming here to see you and we're doing the podcast and then I'm going to go off and I'm going to see clients and I'll be there till nine o'clock tonight. So I've had to prepare my food, but I've not had much time to prepare the food. So what I've done is I've got an avocado, I've got tuna and I've got a packet of uncle Ben's rice. Now that's not perfect. I would usually have more vegetables and I would might have a bit more variation there and I probably wouldn't have uncle Ben's rice. However, it's quick and easy. Yeah. It means I can grab it and yeah. it's not that bad. It's not that bad. And that's no, what people, they're, not, they're not bad And choices, that's the way no. I think you got to like view it and go, you know what? It's not perfect, but it's it's not. It's probably not going to yeah. be a culinary delight. Yeah. But it, it gets you what you but, need and you're comfortable yeah. sacrificing, you know, that, that experience for yeah. I need something and I want to make a better choice. Yeah. And I think... Yeah. We all say we don't have time, but we all have the, this time issue. We all have the same 24 hours. I think we can make the time. Um, I think we choose not to have time. We choose to work long hours and things like this. You're not mm. forced to because we choose to because of a career or whatever. So I think that, yes, although we may be busy, we can still make that extra bit of time to prepare food that may not be perfect. So I wouldn't say that people have to rely on stuff like this. So I don't rely on shakes to see me through just because I know I can do it another way. I grab in an uncle Ben's, a can of tuna and an avocado. Mm. Um, so I don't know. I don't use, use any shakes of this form, but that being said, I, like I said, if you're on the road, I do see the merit in it. Yeah. So I think in terms of kitchen IQ, going back to second point, um, I don't think it's fueling, people to know less in the kitchen i think if it's that type of person that's making up excuses and saying they don't have time yeah. and convenience i think they they just need to reassess and go back to the drawing board yeah. um I, I guess i just grow concerned with a 
um, if if you follow this declining trajectory, yeah, um, in twenty years we'll we'll know even mm. less yeah. about our I mean, ability to to cook food that both is nutritional and more importantly tastes good, and you want to make, yeah, right. You're having a nutritional meal to yep. to to the large point. You know, tuna is good for you. It's low in fat, high in protein. Avocado is yep. good in healthy fats, and you know, rice is a good simple carb yes. that you know keeps you going through what's a busy glycolytic day for you. So, good choices. Yeah, boring as hell. Yeah, and I actually quite like it. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You can see yeah. the differences between our relationship. It's got to be the it's got to be the Mexican bean rice. So. <laughs> okay, well, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, but. Flavors for me, yeah, um, change the relationship with food, right? If yeah. the food tastes great, yeah, and is healthy, like that's the nirvana, yeah, yeah. And it's not this this unattainable place or mm-hmm. a place that comes with one significant knowledge, mm-hmm. and you have to be a master chef to cook good food, or it takes a lot of time. Yeah, you know, my wife Michelle it doesn't call herself a foodie; she's not a culinary expert. Um, but she's just put some time in to understand, you know, you know, the profile, the, the flavor profiles of food, what goes with what. And mm-hmm. she's she's got a dozen or so cooking processes, all of which are either hob related or oven based. Yeah. Nothing that's complicated or food processor rise or fancy equipment. Yeah. And she, you know, we've got a hundred or so meals on the Adaptation Food Diary. And I'd say at least 80% of those are incredible. Like, yeah full of flavor, nutritionally fantastic, superfoods by and large, are good for you, taking nothing away from you, mm-hmm. and all cooked in under 30 minutes yeah. with food that's easily and readily available from a Tesco's or a supermarket. No, There's no fancy process time or boutique shopping yeah. that we need to do to go make this stuff. And again, I, I think there needs to be more of that message yeah propagated versus an ever-expanded marketing budget towards replacement foods or convenience stuff that yeah. fill that time-poor gap that people have. Yeah, yeah. Instead, I think you're right, people need to invest in one, carving out the time, and two, carving in their own knowledge, yeah. sufficient basic knowledge mm-hmm. that helps them feel capable, competent, and empowered to make not only food that's good for them, yeah. but tastes good so they can do it long term. Like, yeah. I can't wait to have the egg hash Michelle makes when she makes it. I can't wait. I had gluten-free pasta and, yeah. you know, uh, beef strips last night. It was amazing. You know, mm. she makes me, you know, whoever's rancheros, incredible. You know, some great food, which is cooked super easily and quickly. Yeah. And if there was more of that propagated around the world yeah. and supplements were put in their place. Yeah. They're just supplements that aren't magic. Then I think we could at least um, tread water mm-hmm. on on this declining yeah. kitchen IQ and potentially start to uplift it. Yeah, I think just it, you're obviously very passionate, and me as well. We're both quite passionate about food. We love the texture, the flavour. We, you know, I, I love getting in the kitchen and cooking. Um, don't get to do it as much as I'd like to, but getting in the kitchen, I think, is quite a relaxing way to spend some of your t- downtime. Yeah. Um, so that's a healthy relationship, right? So the the third point was, is this fueling a bad relationship with food? Um, and I would say yes and no. It depends I mean, on the individual, right? Yeah. If the person's already 
got issues. Yeah. Like, I'll give you an example. It could and make again, it worse, M- Michelle right? wouldn't mind me saying this because we've had this conversation even on podcasts. But she has built a relationship up with food where she doesn't really want for it anymore. Mm-hmm. It's an inconvenience to cook. It's time she doesn't have to yeah. sit down and eat. She gets full with very little food. Mm-hmm. And um, she'll eat good food if she's out in a restaurant, but at home she just can't really be bothered. And yeah. she's always wanted to lose weight. And she's lost almost all of the weight she needs to lose, but she's been on a perpetual diet her whole yeah. life. So relationship is always, if I can eat as little as possible, it's always a good thing. Yeah, Which has meant that for the last few years she's been malnourished and it's caused some issues that she's still dealing with, autoimmune issues, etc. And something like this, in my personal opinion, to that person who's not really interested in food, who wants to lose weight Mm -hmm. by any means and could take it or leave it in terms of the experience because they've just built this negative relationship with food that it's just more more bad than good. I feel that this fuels that. And for that person, it maybe puts them down a path which disconnects them even further with real food and... uh, eating a balanced diet and uh, loving their body. Mm-hmm. Instead, they're just doing the necessary. Yeah. What What I would add to that, though, is I would say I completely agree on that. But what I would also add is the fact that you're... Well, when I'm working with someone, let's say, that that's malnourished because they're they're just deficient in calories and micronutrients and all sorts because they they've been dieting because they think the only way to get the body they want is to eat lettuce or do you know what i mean just eat nothing you know they they eat 800 calories a day which is nothing right and that will get them the body they want because they're thinking less is more right um whereas i think this or with some of these shakes they're changing the mindset and going actually the shake is to fuel you because it's going to give you x amount of calories uh, it's going to give you your macro profile and your micronutrients. So then people start to think about food as what they need rather than what they don't need. Because a lot of people think they don't need food. That's a they, good point. They, they feel guilty That's because they're, they're, they're putting this stuff in their body. And they're like, now I feel guilty. I've, I've eaten. Whereas actually going, no, I need this. This is actually fueling me and giving me what I want. So they start to think of, of nutrition as fuel. Like I need, I need these micronutrients. Exactly. They're, they're important versus... Yeah. And that's one thing you'll do really well is that they they make a big deal out of the fact that they believe yeah. they've got a complete uh, profile right. of micronutrients yeah. to serve, you know, an, an average day. Yeah, and I and, and, I think and the fact that they're marketing that fairly heavily, like you know, we're 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 complete. Yeah, as a food stuff, um, is suggesting that complete is important because I get a lot of people that that will say. Um, oh, you know, I've, I've been really good this this weekend because I for lunch nothing. I had yeah for breakfast I had an apple for lunch I had crackers and for dinner I had porridge and something else and I'm like there's no nutritional value there whatsoever with what you've just said you've had yeah there's a little bit but you're you're very you're deficient in pretty much everything because, no protein yeah no protein um, no essential fats in there very little in micro exactly. nutrient vitamins etc so then I'm going right there's obviously something here in their mindset where they're they're not thinking about fuel they're just thinking about less they're yes. just thinking about less yeah, not yeah, fuel. yeah. And you I, make a really good point man yeah and i think that's um what i feel that this will hopefully help just change that mindset okay. so, so that's that's a that's a very kind of um 
opposing balanced, position, yeah, but yeah. it's a balanced position, right? You know, yeah. I, I see the, you know, fueling people that already have a negative relationship with yeah. food saying, I don't need to eat food mm -hmm. as a result of having this. I don't have to burden myself with cooking and eating. Yeah. I could just drink. Whereas you're saying, actually, this, this is to have this type of thing. Yeah. You are already signing up to the fact that you need a complete, complete nutritional, yeah. a com complete nutrition. Mm. And because therefore, that's part part way through the problem of loving your body and appreciating your body is you're you're giving it what it needs. Yeah. And this, in in some shape or form, is complete. Albeit, I, I disagree with that. I think there's more that needs to be eaten mm. than this this yeah, yeah, yeah. this stuff itself. But it's much better than mm. previous attempts of like slimming products. Yes, much better. Definitely, definitely. I okay. think I think I think it is moving in in a better direction. Okay. So balance, man. Um, last thing as we close out on this then is do you do you see nutritionally and it was just the point I just made do you see nutritionally they are complete and now you probably haven't done the research to, to look no. at all the detail but what does your gut say like do you do you think you could should you wish to live mm. off of a product like this which is made of eat uh, oats pea protein uh it's got coconut oil in there yeah for some of the uh, essential uh, some some fats and then it's just got a blend of uh nutrients both minerals and vitamins that are either s synthetic or yeah. from other plant-based products 500 calories per drink yeah and you have four of those a day 2000 calories or more if you mm -hmm. want more calories what do your gut say? Do you think that's a sustainable way to operate if that's what someone chose? No. Uh, so you're right. I have looked into the, like, I don't know the exact science behind all the studies and the research behind this, but I just don't think you can ever replicate real food. I mean, I, I say replicate. I just don't think you can ever replace real food. You just can't. So let's say you have a protein shake. They will say there's, you know, 30 grams of protein in this shake. You know, because it's powder form, you're not going to get 30 grams. You're just not going to, in the same way that you're going to have a steak or a chicken breast, you're just not going to, your body's just not going to um, get as much from it. And plus your digestion digestive system is not it's not operating designed, properly yeah it's not designed, it's designed to, take... to break food down yeah. slowly in a process and for the food and nutrients to reach the right the right points of your gi at the right times exactly why do we think that fat is slow digesting you know and and slow on the blood sugar levels and, and all that now i know it's still going to react the same if you have it in liquid form or not because it's still the same macro but it, but it metabolizes but quick it, quicker that, yeah. therefore it means you're you're going to start reaping the benefits in the small intestine versus the large. Yeah. And that means you might get SIBO, which is small intestine bacterial yeah. overgrowth. Mm -hmm. Plus, I think there's massive, massive wave of information and knowledge around the microbiome. Yeah. And the microbiome, what is that? It's a diverse collection of bacteria and viruses and other things that live in your gut. Yeah. Trillions of, of things live in your gut. And that a richer diversity will mean a generally healthier happier person with less immune issues yeah because they support your gene expression because mm -hmm. they're significantly more genes than you do yeah so it's called epigenetics what you have in your body in your gut is an expression of your health yeah. more so than your genes themselves but for um these bacteria to thrive they need prebiotics what's prebiotics it's fiber mm -hmm. it's a uh, um, in, in insoluble or indigestible fiber that you get mostly from plant-based product that 
feed. It's called prebiotics. It feeds the probiotics, yeah. the bacteria. And you're not really going to get any fiber when you're drinking, a, you know, a, 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 a drink. form drink. Yeah. So, so I think for that reason alone, like you're you're missing the support of your intestines because they're not operating the way they're expected to long term. I can't see how that I mean, is going to be good for your immunity, yeah. good for your digestive health, good for your overall health when your body's not working yeah, yeah. to take the nutrients out of the food at the right points in the GI. Because the thing is, I think you can survive on it, but you can't thrive on it. That's and I think good, that's that the is, difference, that's isn't it? That's the point. Yeah, yeah, I think we could get by, but we would have terrible issues down the line if we're just going to rely on that. So you're not um, you're not going to be the guinea pig for us now? You're not going to run no. it for the no, next no. month or so? No, no, I'll stick with my tuna and rice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I was, hoping, I was hoping you'd take such an opposing <laughs> position. You're yeah. willing to... You know, do it for do it for the people. No, but I, I mean, <laughs> I, I would be open to using it as a tool um, to, to fill deficiencies. I agree. Like, um, I think your lifestyle could benefit from it. Yeah, I think because that would give me the added calories that I struggle to get in, and yeah. give me the the macronutrients that I sometimes struggle to hit as well. So, um, and also the way I see it is like a multivitamin. A lot of people say, should I have a multivitamin? And I say, well, if your diet's if you've got a good diet. You yeah. might not need any of it. You might it, not need it, but, but you should take it anyway. You, you should take it anyway because yeah. it will just it will trickle down and fill out the gaps yes. you may be missing, right? I agree, man. That's the way I see it. Personally. Cool. Listen, man, I thank you for the chat. I thought Thanks it was me on. interesting. Yeah. Um, hopefully the, the the balance of our opinions helps people as opposed to just confuses them. Yeah, yeah. I think we've reached the kind of mutual ground. I yeah? think so. Cool. All righty, guys. And listen, Adaptation is all about providing you the tools and expert knowledge to help you improve and optimize your strength health and mindset inside and out. Thank you guys. Cheers. Bye. If you enjoy this show, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. It really helps. And of course, recommend us to any friends or family who you think might also enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. This is Adapt Nation.